It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We talk all about love, dating, and romance on this show. Bonjour to our French romance specialist, Simon Marcel. Hello, Simon. <laughs> good evening. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Hello. Bonsoir. We are in the Oula La Studios. I'm feeling the love today because I just officiated my first wedding. And I, I've watched some of that on social media. I think there's some on our website, actually. Some of the there clips. is. Tell me, I know you were getting nervous. I know you were getting ready for weeks. We talked about it on this show. How did it go in reality? Well, it, first of all, it is on the website, simonandangie.com. Thank you for mentioning that. There's videos and pictures. Jill, our producer, was with me. Yes. She was uh, a guest at the wedding as well. It went amazing. I have to say, I'm surprised at how well it went because I was so nervous. Like you said, I practiced. I've been writing for a month. I didn't want to screw it up. It was my first time. And I am not, I mean, we talk on the radio, but we don't have to see anybody that we talk to, right? Right. Even though we we know there's, you know, millions of people listening. We don't see anybody. So if I'm talking in a crowd and I see faces not match where I'm at, if somebody looks bored, if somebody's not laughing at something funny, I'll focus on that person. So (laughs) I was extra nervous, but it actually went really well. Thank God for my amazing therapist, Susie, who recommended a chill pill for me that I took about a half hour beforehand. Yes. And it was like a, it wasn't like a Xanax or anything. It was just something for social anxiety or people that do public speaking to bring your heart rate down. So you're not racing or sweating or shaking. I did not realize you were so nervous. I mean, I know you were nervous, but I did not realize you were that nervous. I think it was maybe just because it was my first time and I wanted to do them proud. But I want to talk more about the wedding. You had a great question about going to a wedding single. Yeah, because I know Jill, a wonderful Jill, is single. Yes. And people say there's two ways to look at it. It brings you luck and people go to weddings might meet somebody. Or maybe you feel a bit awkward to be, you know, going to a wedding as a single woman or a single man sometimes, and let, yeah. let, I wanted to get your perspective on it. Yeah, let, we'll talk about that when we come back. Jill didn't really go alone, but I'll tell you that story. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay, I need to know that. Okay, when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, I was telling you that I uh, had finally the wedding that I had to officiate over the weekend. A friend of ours, Rufio, who works here with us. Yes, a good man. Good man. The wedding went off without a hitch. Um, I think that my officiating went over well. I got lots of compliments after, so I was really, really happy. I was so nervous. But you had a great question (laughs) about going to weddings because our producer, Jill, is single, and she was there as well. Right. And so I ask you because I've been to weddings and I'm single and sometimes there's two sides. Either you're really excited because you get to maybe meet somebody really cool or you feel a little awkward. So yeah. I want to know, you know, you went with Jill. You said Jill didn't go alone. That I was I didn't know about that. Who went with Jill? Jill, you Our had producer. a date. Yeah. You want to talk about your date? I did yeah. have a date, actually. Um, so Angie had to be at the wedding way in advance because she was officiating it. So yep. she kindly lent me her husband. As <laughs> oh, okay. So you went with Jason. Yeah, it was she nice. went with Jason. Yeah. Yes. But I, cool. when I was single, I used to love going to weddings as a single person because to me, here's a really romantic occasion. Um, everybody in the room, there's going to be other singles and I think it's a great way to meet somebody. You already have someone in common, something to talk about. Like, how do you exactly. know the bride or groom? So there's a conversation there already. You've got the free booze. You have the food. You have everything paid for. And you're kind of on a date already. You've got music. You can dance together. There's a million Absolutely. opportunities. Do you go to weddings solo, Simon, or do you try to bring a date? 
I have never brought any I have never brought any date to a wedding. For the reason you just said, because I'm looking for love. So I feel like if I do that, I would have to spend all my time with my friend if she right. was not my and then I would not have the opportunity to really get a chance to maybe meet the love of my life. I love weddings. I love wedding seasons. I love the summer. And uh, I think it's an extraordinary opportunity. But I've been told lately, oh, Simon, you still, uh, you still single or you're not married yet? So I'm, maybe because I'm 49 and coming to a place where you feel like a bit awkward sometimes. It doesn't well, stop me, though. I, I understand that side of it, too. I actually know a couple of people that were at this wedding that brought Tinder dates, which I thought was really inappropriate. Really? Okay. Because I remember, you know, when I get when I got married, it's expensive and every plate costs money. And here's somebody coming to your party, your very intimate party that you don't even know. And it's like, I'm not throwing a keg party here. This isn't a Super Bowl party. This is my wedding. It's sort of very special and intimate. And then you're bringing some random person that nobody knows. Then as the single person, Simon, if you bring a a date that's new, they don't know anybody at the wedding either. So you have to entertain them like you said. Exactly. Exactly, and you want to be a, a good date. So that's that's what's difficult. One thing that I want to ask you, I saw a video, I don't know if it's on our website, of Rufio carrying in his arm his wife back to the hotel room. Yes. Do you know what happens after that? Because he looks exhausted. Well, so there, there was an after party after, that? yeah, there was an after party after the wedding where they all drank, 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 because they didn't really drink during the reception because okay. they were on the dance floor. So okay. then they ended up getting... A little extra, and he was trying to carry her over the threshold. He, he, and it looked he, like he almost dropped her. He said he I almost know. banged her head into the wall. <laughs> so, is that video on our website? It is on our website at SimonAngie.com. Look yeah. at Rufio carrying his wife. It's hilarious. Funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I want I want to go to the phones when we come back. What do you think about going solo or bringing a date to a wedding? 855-905-8255 When we return on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. We're talking about bringing a date to a wedding. Do you feel as a single person it's better to bring a date or to go solo because sand to the beach? Sometimes you might meet the the person of your dreams there. You already have something in common. So -hmm. let's go to the line, Simon, listening in Polk City, Iowa on Now 105.1. Here's Mina. Hi, Mina. Hi. Hi, Hello. bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> bonjour. What's your wedding experience? Have you brought dates? Do you go single? How do you do that? So this is actually really funny. I actually met my current boyfriend, Joe, at a wedding, at my cousin's wedding. There you go. Um, wow. And I was totally in the boat where I liked to go to wedding single. I was all about, like, partying and dancing and meeting new people and um, but I never expected myself to like actually meet someone there, and it, it kind of just happened so naturally. And we've been together almost a year now. That's so great, and so cool. you know it's easy because you already have something to talk about right off the bat. Like, how do you know bride and groom? How do you know my cousin? Right, yep. and he knows my family already, so that's all out of the way. <laughs> that is so great, Mina. Do do you feel like uh, when you meet somebody like that, or that it's a special, like almost? I'm superstitious. Do you believe that it's a special charm, an extra chance that that it happens it's like destiny. that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's so much romance and love in the room. I think that contributes to it, but I think it is destiny for sure. I was, I'm was, i totally against all of that, and I used to be, but now I totally believe it after this happened. Yeah. And, 
and I, I used to be very kind of bitter and not optimistic about it, but now I totally believe it, and I tell people to give it a chance. You never know. That's I'm all it. about finding love where you can find it. Mina, thank you so much for calling and listening to The Rendezvous. Yeah, and congrats to you, Mina. You're yes. in the right direction. Yes. Good luck. Thank you so much. Thank yes. you. So, have Simon, when we come back, Simon, you had a great question, and I want to have you ask that question when we return about, you know, that wedding night, and you saw the video of our friend Rufio, like, <laughs> really? yes. at, drunk at the end of the night. So, does the ooh-la-la happen always? That's I know. what I wanted to know. Let's talk about that when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about wedding nights. Yes. And uh, this all came up from, you know, me officiating our friend Rufio's wedding. You saw the video, Simon. <laughs> this is hilarious. Go to simonandangie.com. There's many videos. Angie's doing great officiating. But there is a video where poor <laughs> Rufio, and I didn't know the backstory. Angie just told us he was pretty inhibited by the fun of this wedding, but he carries his wife barely to the bedroom and he looks like exhausted. And I yes. said to myself, how are they going to make the ooh-la-la being when so he's exhausted? that tired, yeah. yeah. And do women expect the ooh-la-la to happen that night as a conclusion of the wedding, Angie, or not? I think both people expect that to happen as a conclusion. Um, I definitely did. I know my husband did. I'm sure Rufio did. I'm going to try to get him in the studio here in a second and talk more about him. I know that in, according to a new study, 52% of people do not have the ooh-la-la on their wedding night because they're tired, because it's been the longest couple days of their life, because by the time they get back to the room, maybe they've had a few cocktails, they're exhausted, and they pass out. Angie, what time did you get back in the room with Jason? What time was it? I know you still did the ooh-la-la, but what time was it? It was about 2 or 3 a.m. So not too late. Okay. But you have to consider I was probably up since 5 a.m. And so that's almost 24 whole hours that I've been awake. It's a long day. It's a lot of stress, pressure, talking. Would you have been upset if that didn't happen? You guys were too tired and fell asleep? Maybe maybe a little bit. But I'm going to tell you how that went down. I want to know how. (laughs) Yeah, we'll try to get Rufio. If if I can't find him, I'll tell you the story. But I'll tell you both of our stories. Did you have the ooh-la-la on your wedding night? Half of people don't. And why not when we come back on The Rendezvous <laughs> with Simon and Angie? It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating romance. We're talking weddings right now. Um, yes. I officiated my first wedding for our friend Rufio and his beautiful now wife, Jess. Uh, yes. Friends of mine for 10 years. And that was such an honor. And Simon, you were cracking up because you saw the video after the wedding where he was trying to carry her over the threshold. Yes, Angie. There is the most funny video. I, I watched two times or three times. Uh, of Rufio carrying his wife, his beautiful wife, but he looks so exhausted. Yeah. And I said to myself, really exhausted, I said to myself, did they end up doing the ooh-la-la or not? And you said, Angie, you knew. I, I, they did. They did. They did after all they that? Did. After the all man, that, they did. Well, they are like He's a trooper. on fire. Bec- yeah, and she's but- too because... Yeah, 52% of people don't have the ooh-la-la on their wedding nights, which is well, crazy, but I understand. Cr- 
And I think weddings now are really the union, the official union of together, than the ending ooh-la-la. The, uh, I, it's I think not that all about changed. that first night, is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, what's a successful wedding for you, Angie, if you had well, to describe? My, I thought the way we did it was good. We, obviously, it had ooh-la-la a lot before the wedding. Um, <laughs> however, the, uh, the, uh, a lot of the things now, you know, people will have the wedding and the reception, and then a lot of people have the after party at a bar across the street nearby, whatever, which is what we did as well. We were in a hotel, so we had a big after party in the lobby. But after the reception, we were about to go to the after party, and my husband said, oh, no, no, no. We are going to the room first. And then Smart we will, move, yes, Jason. And then we will go to the after party because if we go to the after party, we might pass out and be too tired. He's like, now let's go. So we went to the room first. Then I changed and I came downstairs and I think jeans and a T-shirt. And everybody's like, where were you? But, <laughs> Good for you. But he That's was a smart. great strategy. You know what? That's a great strategy to be able yeah. to do that. Stop. Have your personal ooh-la-la moment, celebrate, and continue the party. Because you're right, at 4 or 5 in the morning, I don't know how you said Rufio had the ooh-la-la, but I don't know how he pulled that one. Well, after that long day, it's hard. But at the same time, you know, doing it between the the wedding and the after party, you kind of feel a little bit rushed. You're not having this big, romantic, long session of, oh, we're married. and all. It was almost like get it in to get it in so you could say that you did on your wedding night. But that was kind of a quickie. But we actually have a, uh, a listener email from somebody that needs some advice on wedding. Well, okay. it's a boyfriend. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you the whole story. But since we're on this tip, I'm going to go this way with those listeners our email when we come back, okay? Sure, Needs, sure. Need some advice. If you want to send us an email, simonandangie.com. That's where you go. You can find a place to send us an email there. So let's get to those next when we return on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our website, simonandangie.com. You can send an email if you need some love, dating, relationship advice. Mm-hmm. Our French romance man of expertise, <laughs> Simon Marcel. You are here. And, and, and Angie, the realist, the American, <laughs> the American beauty, but the realist. The we'll realist. tell you as it is. I know I, you, Angie. You said I like spank you. I spank you and Simon kisses it better. <laughs> <laughs> French kiss you. Ah, very nice. So, Simon, we have an email specifically for you. It's a bonjour Simon Marcel email. Uh, Okay, thank you very much. Bonjour. Bonjour. This comes to us uh, from a woman named Aria from Los Angeles who listens on the iHeartRadio app. Thank you so much. Thank you, Aria. She says, bonjour Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Aria. I have a wedding coming up in a couple of weeks. This is very fitting. Um, She says, I'm not sure if I should ask a guy I've been seeing to go with me. We've been dating for a little over a month. We haven't had the exclusivity talk yet. They haven't Mm -hmm. had the define the relationship talk yet. So I don't know if it's too soon to ask him. I don't want to scare him away. What do you think I should do? Simon, so they've uh, only dated a month, but she has a wedding and wants him to be her date. Mm-hmm. Do you think that would be a turnoff? Yes or no? What should she do? I, I think you should absolutely invite him and be in the here and now, not the planning, not the worry. Ah, yeah, it's fantastic weddings for both of you. It's going to be a great time. And as you said it earlier, it's music, free food, free alcohol. It's a great time, romantic wave. 
I don't know what you think, Angie, but I would advise Maria to absolutely invite him and uh, not worry always about what it means, doesn't mean, the consequences. Angie, yeah. what do you say? I agree with you. And, I, and if you haven't had the exclusive talk, this might be a good night to have that. You know, once you're there and you, you really? can kind of read how everything goes and see if it's time for a talk or not. But yeah, have- definitely ask. I, yeah, I would ask him out. I would not do the DTR yet. I would wait after the okay. wedding. Thank you so much, Aria, for your email. Simon, when we come back, more <laughs> of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. When we come back. Hello, it's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our website, simonandangie.com, 855-905-8255. If you want to chime in on anything we're talking about tonight. Simon, we are love, dating, romance. Yes, And I know Angie. you have a, a bit of a romantic query, a little dilemma. What's going on with you? Well, well, something happened, Angie. I want your advice as my friend and as a woman. Here's what happened. About six months ago in a department store, I was, uh, I was just hanging out with my cousin there, and then I saw this, this beautiful woman. She was modeling for some dress. Anyway, we talked a little bit. That was six months ago. And I gave her my number. She never called me, and I forgot about her. Three months later, I was in a dinner, and by chance, he sits next to me. And No way. Yes, wait, cool. a miracle, right? A miracle. Yes. So I really saw it as a great sign. Mm-hmm. And then she was still dating somebody in California, and she said, let's stay in touch, okay? And about three weeks ago, finally... She reached out to me, said, hey, Simon, I'm in town, all this, maybe we get together. So I invite her uh, to dinner on a okay. date. She's okay. all excited. I'm all excited. She knew it was a romantic date and, and it, you're it, excited. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. We know we're going to this Italian restaurant and all this. And she shows up looking fabulous. Now, for the record, there is an age difference between me and her. You know, she's 31 and I'm 49. Mm-hmm. So we during the dinner, the first day dinner, we talk about many things, many questions that I ask, you know, why are you single, not single, what happened with your ex-boyfriend and all that. And then came that question, Simon, what do you see in the future for yourself in a relationship? Mm-hmm. And and I said, I'm all about the relationship and the exclusivity of which starts at the first French kiss, which scared her. But anyway, but I must tell you, with me, there is no kids because I don't want any kids and I'm 49. She said, fine. And after that, we kissed passionately by my building. And then Mm. she went and took a cab. Now, what happened again is we went on a second date. And I want to know from you if I made a mistake. Because on the second date... Let's find out what happened on the second date. We have to take a break. Angie, you're killing me. (laughs) This is what we call a tease. I'm dying to know. So, Simon, (laughs) we got to take a break real quick. I want to know what happened next when we return... (laughs) You got me, Angie. ...on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, French romance Angie Taylor. expert. Yes, oh, and you are know. single. <laughs> you told us a story before uh, we went to break about a-, a girl you went on a date with. Yes, so we had a wonderful first date. We kissed. She asked me plenty of questions. I've asked her plenty of questions. And then uh, we finally go to the second date. And to, for the record, I told Angie off the air about that I thought she insisted on the kids pretty much. I remember telling you, you know, She wow. wants to have kids one day. Yes, and mm-hmm. one day. And then she, she went from I want to, I'm not sure I want to. I'm sure I don't want to have any kids, right, at my age. So that's a done deal. Anyway, we go to that second date um, a couple of days ago and everything going well. But as soon as we sit down, but as soon, 30 seconds later, she said, you know, I've talked to my best friend. There's always a best friend in those stories. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the best friend said, you know, you have to know from Simon, you know, why? And is it a deal breaker for him or can he change his mind if you guys are in love? And, you know, you need to know that. So 
before even we order any food or any drinks or nothing, she looks at me like very intensely and said, Simon, I need to know why you don't want to have kids with me. Mm-hmm. And so for about, I swear, for about 45 minutes, I really explained all the reasons why I thought I was not into having kids. And that's my right. And she listened to me very intensely. Mm-hmm. But I felt like under interrogation to a point where I said to myself, and that's my question to you, question one. Do you think really it's just about the kids, which I can understand, or I scared her? I mean, or what was it to just go into it so fast, right as we sat down? Well, I just feel like the first date maybe was not the place to talk about kids because you're on a first date. And it, maybe it was a little bit too much pressure mm-hmm. um, for anybody to have that conversation because you're still trying to get to know each other. And to bring that up, I feel like puts somebody in a defensive situation no matter what. Either they want to have kids and they're offended because you don't, or they don't want to have kids and they're um, concerned because you do. So it's not, I don't feel like first date conversation. And so it was just, it may be a little too much too fast. Why even discuss that so soon? She asked me that question so soon because she said her best friend. But on the first date? On the first uh, date? First do, and second, right? On the first date, she's the one that brought up kids. She did. And then the uh-huh. second date, f- for an hour. But I decided, and I knew I, I was going to lose the chance with her, but that's okay. I decided to be 100% from day one honest. Yeah. And I said to her, listen, I said to her, I said, I could tell you I don't know. I said I could tell you I could change my mind and we would have a wonderful beginning of a relationship. Mm-hmm. But at your age, you want to have kids. You're not going to change your mind. Even well, if you told me or maybe I will, you will not. Don't waste your time with me, I told her. Well, you saying you saying that she is the one that brought it up on the first date makes me believe that she's very uh, preoccupied with children and that's her goal. So totally. you were you were good in saying that that's not where I'm at, but at the same time, it should be like let's just have fun and see where it goes. No it, pressure, it, it, and exactly, she can choose Angie. whether or not she wants to be in it. And if she decides to, great. If she doesn't, then you know that she's got an objective, and you're not part of that equation. When do you think it's the right time? I think when you're a little bit more serious. Definitely not the first date. I don't know an exact day. Because but should you wait to be in a relationship to talk about it, or after the ulala? Or I think you, you should ad- wait a little bit. I don't know if there's a perfect magic number for anybody, but I don't think first date is good for anyone. But uh, I want to hear what our listeners have to say about that. Yeah, um, that'd be great. Because it happens a lot, especially when you're dating a little bit older, over 30, um, and you haven't had children. Sometimes that conversation will come up. So let's see what our listeners have to say. 855-905-8255. When do you bring up family, career, uh, marriage goals in a relationship. I mean, not career, but maybe family and marriage. That's a little bit more serious. Let's Mm -hmm. find out from our listeners next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we're talking about the date you went on. Girl wants to have kids. Made that Mm -hmm. very known on the first date. (laughs) Little too soon, if you ask me. But uh, let's go to our listeners, 855-905-8255. See if they feel the same as you, Simon. South Carolina listening on Y102.5. Here's Dean. Hey, Dean. Bonjour, Dean. Hey. I actually think that it's good to bring up on the first date. Um, Ironically, my girlfriend, uh, who I've been dating now for about a year, we had this issue where I wanted kids and she didn't want kids. Mm -hmm. And... 
we had it, you know, we had that conversation in the first date, so to speak, because we were really liking each other and we were talking about our lives and what we wanted and what we hoped and dreamed. And I think if you're, if you're over 30, you know, you got to be upfront and honest with a person because, mm-hmm. you know, people, especially for, you know, if women want to get pregnant or, or have to, you know, have children, um, it's usually healthier if they start at an earlier age. Dean, I really felt I was sitting there like in front of a police officer and I had to answer why. <laughs> so you got I the light on want... you. Really, yeah. Angie. So, Dean, I get your point of honesty and I was 100% honest, actually. And But really, there's a time for everything. Timing is huge. Oh, I agree. I, I think timing is definitely huge. And that's why I think you, you kind of have to you have to take the person and, and see how you're feeling about them and feeling and how they might be feeling about you but as soon as you can have that conversation, it's like it's an issue for if you're the guy or the girl. I think mm-hmm. it's important because otherwise, you know, you start to, to like somebody and get attached to somebody. And if you don't bring it up soon enough, then you have those feelings of attachment. Right. Dean, I agree with you on that part. I think I have a final thought on this, though, because okay. I think sometimes we're putting the cart before the horse in some regards. But um, thank you so much, Dean, for calling. Thank you for listening in South Carolina to the rendezvous. Thank you, we Dean. appreciate yes. you. Thank you. You guys are great. Thank you. You're right welcome. on. Thank night. you so much. Uh, more on this. Just one more final thought, Simon, when we come back on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we've been talking about when you drop that I want to have kids thing on somebody. Uh, when you first start dating, you had somebody do that to you on the first date and then big time on the second date. Oh, my God. Big time. This It's more than big time. But it then we just had our, the conversation. Yeah. We just had our caller, Dean, who said, hey, I'm kind of glad when somebody does that, especially when we're dating over 30. Um, people's clocks are ticking. People are set in their ways. They know what they want. Um, and you had more thoughts as well. Well, Angie, here's I don't know if you've ever felt this way, but I felt like. Like an object. So basically, the conversation of the second date, the minute we sit down before we order any appetizer, any food, any drink was, you know, I've talked to my best friend. I really want to know why you don't want to have kids with me. And this and this and this for an hour. And I felt in my mind, this woman doesn't know me. She mm-hmm. doesn't know my history. She doesn't know. And and before we talk about kids, you have to know and love your partner. And that's what I'm I saying. Mean, right, and that's Angie? I'm I mean, saying has men not... ever come to you, Angie? And, and the, you know, you're very not on the first said, date. Not no, on the okay. first date. And, like just... later down the road, yes, but not on the first date. And I understand the desires that people have. I know sure. how that goes. I mean, we've all been there. We know what we want. And if you're not on our same path, then bye. But at the same time, first date is not the time to do it because that's a lot of pressure for anybody in a conversation. You're not even getting to know me. You're just already weeding me out based on one thing. Yeah, and I want to make another point about this because you really feel like it's just one side of you and anyone well, can yes. replace you. If you, you bring become... that up in the first date, of course you feel that way. Right. It's, it's nothing about you, who you are, but just one thing you can provide for the person. And then you ask yourself, is she asking that to every dude or is this so I really right. felt like an object. Yeah. Okay. Well, when we come back more on yes. the, the the conversation of how soon do you bring that yeah, kind of stuff up? It's very serious, especially for a first date. I say never, ever, 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 ever bring that up on a first date. But we'll talk more when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie.
Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're all about love and dating and romance. Sometimes dating can be complicated the first date if you're of a certain age, as they say, maybe over Hmm. 30s, especially as a woman. Um, If you want children or not, that can be a big sticking point when you start dating. I don't think the first date is the right time to bring it up. Uh, That happened to you, Simon. Do you want to just kind of reset where we were going here? Yeah, just briefly. So I met this lovely, lovely, charming woman. We went on a first date. Uh, first date question came about this: is do you want to have kids? I said no, and then she she moved on. But it was, and then and then we we kissed. We go on the second date. I'm all excited. I told Angie and Jill. Everybody knew I was going on that second date, mm-hmm. and I told. It's funny. I my instinct told Angie, Angela, producer, that this question would come back. It did, and I, for an hour, an hour. We she wants about, children. You made it clear you do not. And, and uh, Yeah, exactly. And I couldn't be more transparent. She actually thanked me for being so honest and all this. But there was a feeling of being an object. And, and I felt to myself, I said, she doesn't know me. She has no experience with me. She, and so what is it with this timing? Here's my take. I, I think that, that for me, the right timing would have been in the first two months. Yeah, Naturally, that's fine. Once you get to know the person, do you think it's a valid argument for women who says, I want to know date one because I don't want to waste any time or have any ooh-la-la because... No, I don't think that's a valid argument at all. Tell me why. It's the same thing I said before. I feel like, you know, people come with this list of things they want in relationships. It's like saying, I only want to date someone uh, who makes six figures a year. And you you meet somebody who makes 80,000 and you immediately dismiss them, even though they might be the most perfect person for you or I won't date anybody uh, that wants to have kids or something like you have no yeah. idea where things can go uh, and uh, you're uh, now dismissing someone without even knowing who they are exactly. or if you're going to be attracted love is not a grocery shopping list where you go to the supermarket and you go from you know aisles to aisles okay here's the milk here's the fruits here's the produces no come on I mean right. and there I just feel like maybe it was just the produce but it goes more and more like this, Angie, and I know you've been married for a long time, so you're out of all this, but I'm still in it, and I really feel that's what a lot of women are expecting, this list. Sure. And I don't know who we gives all have women the list. No, we all have expectations. You have expectations when you go out with a girl, things that you prefer, things that you don't. Um, sure. But you have to get to know someone to see the different... I want to fall in love, Angie. I, I want to fall in love. I, I don't want to feel like I'm going into the supermarket. It, it, and and it should be light. It should be light and happy, and you should fall in love naturally. Yes. You shouldn't fall in love because somebody meets this grocery list. You yes. shouldn't fall in love because they have all these things. It should be because you have this connection, and you fall in and love. That, voila, voila, here it is. And, and I, that's what I said. I look for my other half like this, genuinely, organically fall in love. Yes. Slowly. Oh, my Stop God. Stop the pressure. I feel under pressure. Yeah, stop yeah. the pressure, especially on the first couple dates. It's enough pressure to go out with a stranger on a first date, let alone throw all that onto the plate. <laughs> it was something right? else. Right. But we had a good meal anyway, so, you know. Well, hey, c'est la vie. C'est la vie. Et la vie, et la vie Pl- est belle. Et plenty of fish in the sea. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back.
It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you so much for listening tonight. If you missed anything that we talked about, all the love, dating, romance, uh, we talked about the wedding I officiated. We have video on our website, simonandangie.com. Also, all the audio from our show tonight. Going to a wedding when you're single, do you do that? Are you not one of those people? Um, Having the ooh-la-la on your wedding night. Also, Simon's (laughs) date. That took off a whole bunch. You know, when is the right time to bring up kids? you got a lot of kid pressure on date one. One God, and you, had, you know it, I did. Yes, and you had a great Simon Says, though, during that conversation. Thanks, Angie. I just said love is not a grocery shopping list, meaning when you go on a date, you don't want to feel like the person in front of you has this long list of all the things she needs you to have before you go to the next date. What about the good old days when you go on a date, go to a movie, go walk out somewhere? Don't take those heavy topics on date one. Keep it light on date one. Always keep it light. Don't get heavy about every affliction you have, how crazy your family is, (laughs) how many kids you want. You know, I already have my wedding dress. Yeah, Yeah. there's a lot. And men do it too, though. Men do it too. Men can put pressure. So it's not just us women. It happens both ways. Thank you for listening tonight. Like I said, simonandangie.com for... For our podcast, if you missed anything, you can also catch Simon on In Bed with Simon. Yes, that's right. With all the talk about crazy questions and, and real couples answering. So you'll get to see that on the bed. Once you're on the bed, it's a different dynamic. But it's the same topics that we talk, Angie, you and I. It is. With, just on TV. Just, it's on, on TV. On the FYI channel. Yeah. So, and you can see, see all the back episodes there. Catch us anywhere on social media as well. Simon and Angie. Same as our website for Instagram, Facebook, and mm-hmm. Twitter. And we will talk to you soon on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.